Hey, Mama, how's it going? I hope that your December is going good. Sometimes December can be a little busy, a little crazy, and a little hectic. And I want to give you a pointer if you are struggling with your kids, because sometimes we struggle with our kids. They they can be tough and they can test all of our patience and all the good goals that we have. So if you're struggling there and need some tips, join in for today's episode. If you think of a fellow mom friend that could benefit from this episode, will you share it with her? I don't do any paid advertising. It's through word of mouth. So I would really appreciate it. Let's get into it. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, host of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps in thought and action without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life. And I can help you. Thanks for joining. The mother gave an exasperated sigh. She was fed up. They got to do a lot of fun things. They, meaning her children. They actually got to do way more than she ever did. And they still wanted more. And they still whined. And they still complained. And she just didn't get it. She was almost flabbergasted that they never seemed to be satisfied and happy. That they were always bickering and arguing. And that there was just a level of deep disaccord in her home. And she hated it. She hated that feeling of tension and frustration and anxiety that came when there's people who don't get along, when there's disaccord and fighting and unreasonable attitudes, or at least unreasonable in her mind. Things were hard and motherhood was feeling harder. It was feeling so overwhelming. She didn't want to keep going. She didn't know what to do to how to keep going. She wanted to escape but she didn't know how. She knew she needed something, something to help her through this really tough season and phase in motherhood. She didn't want her relationship with her children to be like this, to be so tension-filled and annoyed and full of frustration. She wanted there to be better love, better communication and better understanding with all of her children. But how in the world was she going to do it? Have you been in a similar situation, really fed up and frustrated with motherhood and how despite all your best efforts, it was painful, it is painful, or it has moments where it's just really painful and you get really frustrated and you're like, why does this feel like it's going so bad when I'm trying my hardest? When I am trying to make this work, I am trying to raise God's children and to be a righteous mother. I am trying to do the things that he wants me to do. I'm trying to teach my children about Jesus Christ. I'm trying to teach them to foster and learn their own testimony. And I try to create a home and an environment where that's possible. But lately, 
it has filled like chaos and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> if you have felt like that, you are not alone. And I feel like as our children change, so our children go through phases with each different age is a different phase. And those phases can be really difficult. They can be hard for the children, but they can also be hard for us. So I was going to give you one tip to do to kind of help with this, but I'm actually going to give two. And you decide which one is going to work best for your situation and just work on that one for a little bit. Don't make this overwhelming or overcomplicated, but try it and see if it makes a difference. As humans, we all need attention and children are no different. They need attention as well. I decided to take a parenting course online last year, and I'm still working on it, not all the way done, but in that course, I learned that one of the most important things that you can give your children is some time, and if you can make it one-on-one time, giving your children some one-on-one time, where it is you with them, one-on-one, and no one else. Now, being a mom of four young children, I know that this is really hard. Um, it can be very difficult. I try and do it during nap time. I finally, after nine months of thinking about it and doing this course, I finally started implementing some one-on-one time with my children. And it has helped. It has helped in the arguing. Like, it's not as much. It has helped in the listening. They listen better. And the relationship itself feels better. I feel less tension and less conflict for devoting some one-on-one time to my children. If you are really struggling in parenting and you want some positive parenting solutions that can help you build um, build the relationship, I I don't like I'm not even paid or anything for saying this. I And I got to give the caveat that I'm not all the way finished with the course, but what I've listened to so far, I have really enjoyed. And I feel like they're good solutions that can help you build the positive relationship with your children while teaching them morals and values and work ethic. So aside from that parenting course tip, your children need your time. They need you, and maybe you can't give them one-on-one time because you just physically don't have that time. Give them some time where you genuinely listen and you are genuinely interested in the things that they are interested in. Get on their level. Read some of the books that they're interested in, even if you have the book memorized and you've read it a million times. (laughs) Play with some of the toys that they enjoy playing with, with them. Get down on your knees and your hands and and play with them. Play a game that they've been wanting to play. Sit down at a puzzle and do it with them. They need your time. And I have found it amazing that as as I have given my kids a little bit more of my time, I spend less time in that tension state that I kind of described at the beginning of the episode. Things just go a little bit better. Now, they aren't perfect. (laughs) And I think because that we're all human, it's never going to be like perfect, of course. But we can find a better level of satisfaction and in moving forward in a direction that we want to have as mothers, especially in that relationship with our children. I kind of always dream of a relationship where my kids 
will want to see me when they grow older. They'll want to come home and visit or they'll want me to come and visit them. And I feel like some of those relationships start when our kids are young and when we have the opportunity to give that them their time, that time, to give them that time and to care for them, then they're going to feel valued and I feel like they will want to be with us when they are grown up and moved out. So that is the first tip that I wanted to give you is give them some time. If you can do one-on-one time, great. If you can't, just be more present. Put your phone down. Put whatever other distractions are in your life down and give your kids some of your time. The second tip is something that I learned from a book that I've been reading. The book is called, I think it's called How to Hug a Porcupine or something like that. And if you've got a particularly difficult child who you frequently have negative thoughts towards, like it's really hard to find positive thoughts. In that book, he talks about a woman Sometime I'm actually going to get that part, find it in the book again, and read it on this podcast because it it moved me. It really moved me. I'll see if I can describe it here, but come back in the future to listen to that that full story told in his words. But this mom was really frustrated with her teenage son. He wasn't making the choices that she thought he, he should make, and she was just had a lot of negative feelings towards him. Frustration, disappointment, anger you name it, she felt it. And he told her that he needed to give all of that frustration to an empty chair. Now she couldn't give it to the empty chair when anybody was around. She had to do it when she was alone. But when he was at school, she would give all of the frustration and anger to the empty chair. And then this guy, I think he's a counselor, his name is John Lund. He told her that she just needed to give her son love. Give So she was going to give the chair all of the negativity, the frustration, the anger, everything that she was upset with about her son was given to the chair and not to her son. And she was only to find things that she liked about her son and only encouraging things. And after a month of doing this, it changed their relationship. Maybe it was more like three months. I can't really remember. But I was almost brought to tears because that son came to his mom. He just needed love. He just needed to know that he was loved by her. And it changed their relationship. Just from her not laying all the negative thoughts she had about him on him and doing it at the chair. Because she did it at the chair, she was still able to release it and let go of it. But because she also gave him love it started to change him because he felt love. As I have, I like to read, so I read a lot of books. And as I read and study, I love self-help as well. So as I read a lot of these self-help books and um, encouraging things that, that come across my path, I am learning that the answer to a lot of our issues is love. We need to respond in love. And I think that's the answer for our children as well. We need to let them know that they are loved. When you feel loved, when you genuinely feel love, you feel happy and excited and like you just want to do everything and do it all. But when you feel like nobody cares and be meaned and that everything you do is wrong and nothing you can do is right, you kind of feel worthless and you don't feel 
up to doing anything or to trying anything, and it can make you grouchy. Think about what it feels or has felt like when you were in love or felt love versus when you have felt terrible or horrible or made fun of or picked up or picked on or judged. None of those things feel good. So our children also need love. They need love from us as our mothers. And you also need you to love yourself too. (laughs) There's a third bonus tip. If you are having trouble loving yourself, I want you to just say, I love and accept you, Jocelyn, is what I would say. But you would insert your own name. I love and accept you. Say it 10 or 20 times. Say it whenever you think about it and begin to love yourself. You are amazing. Being a mom is no joke. I am still struggling through it myself. But as I find some of these little tips that help me, I have a passion to share it with you. And I hope that they will help. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. But most of all, thank you for applying what you learn in this podcast into your own family to be the mother that you know you want to be, that you want to be for your children, and that you know God wants you to be. You are doing it line upon line, precept upon precept, little by little. You got this. I'm cheering for you. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast, for listening, for sharing, and most of all, for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you in a positive pregnancy, in losing that stubborn baby weight and becoming the mom you desire to be through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you. I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life reach out. Let's connect and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn and I thank you for listening. Until next time.